my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. subject no you didn't all right it's gonna kind of sort of go along with our last episode okay which was the mandela effect which we only recorded a couple days ago (laughs) (laughs) that's because we're being proactive for once yes that's because next week is midterms yes good old midterms and i honestly i did a lot of research but it wasn't as much as i thought it would be because it's going to be kind of along the lines of the reincarnation episode where it's a bunch of stories. Okay. But it's going to be fun. What do you know about the theory of parallel universes? I don't know a lot. Before we get started, people, just so y'all know, we don't know anything. No, we know nothing. So if you're really curious about this topic, please do your own research. Like... Okay, I looked up the theory of the multiverse. Yeah. And I was I was going to I was getting a headache. It, it it was just so much jargon that I did not understand. It was like, what is that? What what are you even saying right now? Is this in English? It is in English. <laughs> I did not understand it. So big words. It oh man. I just, I just wanted to clarify that that I honestly know absolutely nothing about anything, and don't quote us on anything. No. Go do your own research. I mean, I do research. You do research, but, like, to truly know about it, you got to spend at least more time than I do. I don't spend any time with this because you just throw it at me. Yeah, I sure do. So everything that's coming out of my mouth is, like, off the top of my head. Yeah. But parallel universes, from my understanding, if they exist, and again, I'm not 100% sure on this... Um, it's, there's another universe, in my mind, there's another universe exactly like ours, but completely opposite. Okay. That would be along the line of having multiple universes. Yeah. Maybe there's multiples, maybe there's just one other, but from what, I guess the way I think of it is you're connected, but you're not. Mm -hmm. So if you're having a good week, your double ganger is having a Mm -hmm. bad week. Yeah. Um, what happens to you is exactly opposite of the other. So, I'm sweet and innocent, so the other one is probably evil. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, it could be just, you know, another version of you living their version of your life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's where deja vu comes in sometimes. Oh. Like, where your two universes kind of like crash, cra- cross, not crash, kind of like with your Bigfoot theory. Uh-huh. You know, where they cross. They cross So when bit. you cross... And you both have, like, I like person A, Taryn A experienced this, and now Taryn B kind of crosses into that for a split second and re-experiences it, and that's where deja vu, deja vu comes from. Oh, that's an interesting theory. That's what I like to think. Okay. There are five different theories on the multiverse, on, like, just different ways that there could be a multiverse. Okay. 
I'll tell you about a couple of them just off of the top of my head from what I read that I could understand. Okay. <laughs> there is one kind where there are multiple universes that have completely different things on them. Okay, so we are here now on Earth. We're as as people, Homo sapiens. Well, maybe there's a universe out there that on that Earth, it's not humans. And it was some other animal that evolved into being the top dog sentient being on that on. So kind of like the episode in Family Guy where Stuart and Brian jump from universe to universe. And yeah. Like the dogs are in charge and the people are the pets. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Uh, the other one is the theory of more parallel universes where there are different versions of you in every one of these universes. So every choice that you make puts you off into a, a different on a different path. So today I decided I was going to eat the rest of my salad for lunch. But in maybe, because I had a choice. I could have either eaten my salad or I had some leftover ribs. Well, in the universe I'm in now, I chose to eat my salad. But that choice would have split off and created a whole other universe where me, myself, decided to eat the ribs. And then so on and so forth. Every choice you make splits off and creates a different universe. But you, I feel like, like that's kind of like, um, have you ever played those games on your phone? The interactive stories. Yeah, like the where, choose your own Yeah, things. where like you can go this way, you can go route A, or you can go route B or route C. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where it's kind of going. Essentially, yeah. So there's a different universe for every choice that you make. And then there are the whole multi- dimensional type things kind of how i believe in the bigfoot that was just a different dimension but that's another kind of theory on the multiverse and again it gets into a lot more scientific talk that i didn't understand but i understood those (laughs) i understood that much all right all right so we're gonna talk about some stories where maybe possibly some people crossed over into another universe interesting i like that um what is that futurama yeah there's an episode where they go into the opposite universe and it's like and it if i remember correctly it is the exact opposite like mm-hmm. you have the main character named lisa lucy i don't know i don't watch it and i don't trust she's whatever the one-eyed purple-haired girl oh yeah mainly she's got purple hair well in the other one, she's got two eyes and, like, black hair. Oh. Yeah. And in, in one universe, the redhead, the redhead guy and the purple-haired girl are married. And the yeah. other one, they're, like, not. They whatever. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. <laughs> huh. Well, this first story, we're going to travel back to the year 1954. Okay. It is a normal day at the airport in Tokyo, Japan. Good old normal day, business as usual, until a European plane landed. And you know, when you come from one country into another, you have to go through customs. Yeah. Well, this gentleman came through customs, who his first language was French, but he spoke several other languages, and one of them happened to be Japanese, so he could speak Japanese. 
Well, they asked him for his country of origin, and that's where things kind of went off the rails a little bit. Okay. He stated that he was from Torred. And supposedly Torred was on the border between France and Spain. Now, there is a country between the border of France and Spain. It's a very small country, and it is known as the country of Andorra. Okay. But he's claiming that it's called Torred. This is, you know, the customs officials were like, okay, that's not right. It, this is, and you're talking about Andorra. And, and the other guy was like, no, no, it's Torred. It's been Torred. It has been Torred for over a thousand years. He was getting really agitated. Because he's like, he's like, are you guys playing a joke on me seriously? I, yeah. I can I, see how that could be frustrated. I'd be like, you don't live in Indiana, Heather. <laughs> yes, I do. No, you don't. Because we're here right now. No, we're not. <laughs> we, so, but, and then, so they asked for his passport. And his passport showed that, you know, he travels. He, he travels all the, he's got all the stamps from different countries. And it did say Torrid. His ID said Torrid. It, everything, it, it said Torrid. Weird. Yeah, but there is no country called Torrid. While they were trying to get it all sorted out, they got him a hotel room, set two of the customs officers outside of his room to make sure he didn't go anywhere because that would be bad. Yeah. Sat there all night and they're trying to go through all of his stuff. He had told the, 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 the customs people that he had a, he was there on business. He was going to meet at a different company for a meeting or something while he was in the hotel room. They called that company and they're like, I've never heard of this person or the company he works for. Okay. Got into his checkbook. The bank that's listed in his checkbook did not exist. Huh. It just kept getting weirder and weirder. They kept checking things. Nothing made any sense. So in the morning, they went to go back to talk to him. Open the door. He was gone. All the stuff, too? Vanished. And all of his stuff, his passport, checks, everything, vanished out of the customs office. Weird. So, so weird. There's not, there's no actual official... Report? Report on it, because... How are you going to do a report on this? Exactly! Why are you, I mean, I don't want to write from that Torred existed. Yeah. We had people watching him. He poofed into the air. He disappeared out of a hotel room that he couldn't open the windows on because they were, you know, up kind of high. It was one of those, like, safety windows you couldn't open. I was open. just like, uh, is he on, like, the third floor or lower? Because then he could escape. I mean. No, he couldn't have. It was so weird. So that was that first story. It's kind of cool. I know. I like it. <laughs> And the, this story has been in, in several different books that have been written. and So that was the man from Torrid. I'm thinking he crossed over into our universe just for a little bit. You know, a few hours. And then all of a sudden he kind of just went back. You know what would have been over. really cool is when he crossed back over. He was in that same hotel room. 
Oh, like, what if right? there were two of them, right? Mm-hmm. With both both guys look pretty much similar. You know, both on a plane, both going to go on this business trip, and they just kind of go like this. Yeah, but and then so, there still would have been a guy in the hotel room. Not necessarily. Why wouldn't there be? Because they like, kind of morphed to the same person. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, like, when it came back, it didn't go back to, like, the right area. So now oh. he wasn't in, like, customs. He was in a different hotel room where, like, it tried to cross, but it, it messed the lines. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like, you're supposed to be on the fifth floor, but we kind of put you on the sub floor on accident. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I will uh, That's a good story, though. I like it. What was his name? Uh, there has been lost through time. Eh. I know. Since there was no official report made, no, they didn't, you know, the the name has been lost over time. I think the reason this story has been going on is because one of the customs officers told his family about it and then his son started telling people about it. Yeah. So I think that's how that started. But other than that, he didn't really tell anybody. Well, who's going to believe him? Exactly. So that's why you just don't go around telling people that. Yeah. I like this this next one. This next one is a good one. We're going back to 1972. Okay. All right. Good old 70s. Four girls decide they're going to go to a rodeo in... Texas? Nevada. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're, they're college students. So they wanted to go to this rodeo. It's this big rodeo show that was it in Reno, Nevada? No, in um, Piochi. Yeah, okay. Is am I saying that right? I think so. Piochi, P I O C H E. I'm gonna go with it. I I've been there maybe once. It's very little. 180 miles northeast of Vegas. Yeah, it's little. Piochi. Apparently, there's this big rodeo that went on there for a while. They're driving around in a 1971 Chevy Nova owned by a couple of the girl's father. Two of them were sisters. But they have to get back to their dorm room really fast because right at midnight, the, I don't know what you call them, the dorm mother, I guess the woman in charge, locks the doors at midnight. So they're trying to get back as fast as they can. They're driving through the Nevada desert. (laughs) And they had a full tank of gas. (laughs) And they're trying to get there faster. So one of the girls sees this little side road that looks like it would be more of a direct route back rather than going up and then over. Yeah, anybody who has ever driven in Nevada realizes that if you don't know where the side road pops out, do not take it. Well, they took it. (laughs) They turn down the road. It's, It's dark outside. It's hard to see. They can see... Uh, I guess there's some canyons that that are around. And they're driving and driving. And all of a sudden, one of the girls yells, stop! Because the road ends right at the face of one of the canyons. See, this is why you don't take side roads in Nevada. (laughs) I'm like, why? Why would you make a side road that goes straight into a canyon? A canyon wall. Why? (laughs) A, A lot of, like, dirt side roads are made by people, like, Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive out here, and then I'm going to go do something, and then I'm going to drive back. And if you do it enough times, and then enough people follow you, it makes a little, like, side road that people can see. Like, oh, this looks like you should take it. Like, I took a side road with my grandma once. We were trying to get her, her shortcut 
uh-huh. that we were going somewhere and her shortcut that was supposed to take five minutes off of our drive added on 45 because we ended up getting lost and turned around. And we were from the area. That's essentially what just happened to these girls. <laughs> so they had to turn around and they were all pissed because, okay, now they're definitely not going to make it back on time and they're going to have to sleep in the car for the night. Yeah. So they weren't very happy. But they're they're driving along. So, you know, you know Nevada. You know the Nevada desert. You've lived there. Yeah. Describe it a little bit. What does it look like? What's a like around in the Nevada desert? During the day or at night? At night. It's dark. Yeah. So you drive through a city area or a rural area or anywhere like Indiana and you've got the streetlights everywhere and you can you can see things even in the dark because it, it's got Indiana's got like this glow here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So even when it's dark, there's still a glow. Yeah. In Nevada, depending on where you're at, right? So if you're between two cities Mm-hmm. Where you're at could be dark, but you could see the glow of the city, right? Yeah. And so if you're in the flatter part of Nevada, you can be miles out and see the glow of a city, oh, depending on cool. how bright the city is. Yeah. Right? But if you're on the other side of that hill, it blocks the glow from the city. Mm-hmm. You, it's a beautiful view of the stars or the moon. Like, all, you can see. Yeah, this was a moonless night. Okay. So the stars would have, like, yeah, I don't this- know. You'd be able to see some of the stars. Oh, Yeah. Still, but like you can see in the sky, probably easier than you can see what's in front of you, depending on like the lighting situation. And I can't tell you what they saw because one, it was in the 70s, and two, depending on where you're at, okay, is it a mountain area? Is it a flatter area? Do they have the sagebrush, you know, or has it been chopped down from people driving on it? Yeah, from what I've read, desert sand, dry sagebrush, and a couple other things that I don't know how to pronounce stubby acotilio. I don't know what that is. Gnarled Spanish bayonet. That's what they were describing was all around them. And I can see that in a lot of areas. They are at the uh, Gadianton Canyon. It's spelled G-A-D-I-A-N-T-O-N. Gadianton. That's how I'm pronouncing it. And that's what it is. All right. So they're seeing... The sand, they're seeing the sagebrush, they're driving, they're trying to get back to the highway so they can get back to their dorm. When all of a sudden, they are kind of sort of transported. They are now seeing lush fields of wheat under a clear moonlit sky. And in the distance, they can see a large lake of water shimmering under the moonlight. Which is weird, because it was supposed to be a moonless night. Yeah, I mean, Nevada has random sporadic lakes on occasion, depending on which direction you're going. And mm-hmm. But you don't go from no moon to moon. And the only thing I can think of that might be luscious fields is if you happen to drive someone who's got an alfalfa field. Oh. Oh, yeah, you can see that. Well, they were very confused. Obviously, because their surroundings were 100% different. Yeah. Suddenly, there was a bright light off the roadway up ahead. They're like, okay, cool. So there's like a gas station or something up there. We're going to go stop. So they pull into the gas station and it's got this really big lit up sign. The only problem is the sign was not in English. Okay. And 
no other language that they could recognize. It just looked like a bunch of squiggly squiggles. Like Japanese? Or Vietnamese? Or ancient language? I don't know. Huh. But it's weird that it was just lit up in the middle of Nevada. So they pull into the gas station diner thing. looking thing and they park their car when they see a bunch of men like pour out of this building and start like waving their arms at them like they look upset that they're there in their Chevy Nova that's when one of the girls really gets a look at the people coming out of the store and realizes those aren't people they're too tall their faces are not the same structure as people would be. Okay. They're and like cows? No, nah, they're just not people. All right. So she starts freaking out. She goes, go, go. We need to go. We need to get out of here. Scaring the driver. She gets out of there. She starts going. But then behind them, they see a bunch of these vehicles start following them. But they're egg-shaped vehicles. They have one light in the front, two wheels in the front, and one wheel in the back. Weird. Yeah, and they're they're like these egg-shaped vehicles, and they're racing after them. (laughs) Just something. (laughs) They're freaking out. They're like, go, 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 keep going. The car gets up to like 80 miles an hour, and these tiny little egg-shaped vehicles are right behind them still. When all of a sudden... It was like they got transported back and then there was a canyon and they were going 80 miles an hour. They go off the road and they crash the car. <laughs> oh, why? Like, I would like to hear their explanation. I would like to see the face of the person they're giving the story to. Well, the person they gave the story to was a state trooper. Still, I'd like to see his face as they're trying to explain this. These egg-shaped cars with non-human <laughs> things were chasing us. Like, ma'am, are you high? It was still... Sorry. That's okay. It was the 70s. <laughs> Everyone was high. <laughs> well, they... So they slept in the car overnight because they couldn't drive the car and it was undrivable at that point. They, were, they weren't they were hurt. They were all fine. Okay. But they couldn't... Yeah, they just couldn't drive the car. So they slept in the car overnight and in the morning they got out and walked... What was it? It was a few miles. About three, three to five miles back to the highway. And that's when they were able to flag down the state trooper. No, Utah Highway Patrol. It's Highway Patrol. Okay. Highway Patrol. So they flagged one of them down. The Highway Patrol woman, because it was a woman, took their statement. Her name was Victoria Lindquist. Took their statement. And they actually did investigate a little bit. Huh. Into what actually happened. Now, what I'm going to read was actually from the official report. Okay. No tire tracks were found where the Nova left Highway 56 in Medina as it headed for the canyon area. No tire tracks. From when they went off onto that side road. Okay. Of the tire tracks that were found, pointing in the direction of Highway 56, they extended only about 200 yards back into the desert, then abruptly disappeared. So left unexplained, how did the automobile travel almost two miles off of Highway 56 without leaving any physical trace upon the surrounding deserts? That's crazy. 
they may have crossed over into another universe where, like I was saying, humans are not the ones on Earth. It was some other being what if it that was evolved or chicken-like something. Chicken-like people, right? Because they're driving eggs. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why would they drive the thing their babies are born in? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. It's like... I'm just saying. No, I don't know. Out, it's right? like having cars shaped like women. <laughs> Well, some of the curves, you know, could be. I guess. I'm just saying. But no, hear me out. It's going to be kind of funny. Right? There are chicken like people that drive these egg shaped cars. We eat chickens. We eat eggs. Lunch. Uh, I know. That's kind of gross. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I'd like to, like, I wish they could have described the way that people look better. I think they were scared. So they were. Well, would you be scared? Well, absolutely I would be. Especially if they're, like, agitated that I'm there in my Chevy Nova. Like, it's a car. But Just obviously come talk they to me. weren't used to seeing cars like that. And they were all like... I'm waving my arms. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm waving my arms erratically, kind of how I feel like they were doing. I, I don't know. If I was sitting in a bar or something or a gas station and this random thing just showed up, part of me would be like... What is What that? is that? That's and probably I'm why go, they chased him. Yeah, but I would like, instead of walking out shaking my arms like crazy, I would. Be like, what is I'd that I'd pick thing? out the door like, who are you? What are you? Are you I'm lost? staring at Heather kind of like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I forget you guys can't see my facial expressions. Are, are you lost? Do you need to get back to your own universe? I don't know how, but I bet you if you go that way, you'll get there. She's going to go <laughs> 80 miles an hour, like Back to the Future. Yes! <sighs> That's what it was. Had to be. Oh, man. We're just going to keep going, like, forward in time. So now we're in 1986. 1986. 1986. Around 11 o'clock p.m. on November 9th of 1986, Pedro Olivia Ramirez. He, he was driving from Seville, Spain... To the town of Alcala de Guadiera. This is my English language completely screwing things up. He said it better than I could. (laughs) He was no stranger to this drive. He made this drive all the time. When all of a sudden, he was driving on a very unfamiliar six-lane highway. Weird. So he was surrounded by... Weird buildings he's never seen before. Really weird, you know, just weird surroundings. He didn't know where in the world he was, which was weird because he made this drive all the time. That's when you pull over and ask for directions. <sighs> all right. <laughs> he, he felt this sensation of heat. And then he heard a bunch of voices saying stuff in the, in the, distant, in the distance, but he, he wasn't sure what they were saying. But one voice, he did hear a little bit more clearly, and it was telling him that he had been transported to another dimension, which I think is very nice of that voice to let him know that he's now in a different dimension. Yeah. I would like to know how. Sure. Maybe visit and explore and then go back to mine. Yeah. But I I don't want to be transported to another dimension while I'm... You know, just trying to drive home or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's. We tell him to sit on the couch doing nothing. Yeah. It's like, can I make the choice instead of you just making me do this? Yeah. I don't. It's like, send us now. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We didn't go anywhere. Well, there, the cars that are around him uh, passed at intervals of exactly eight minutes. So every eight minutes, the cars passed. They were very outdated, very outdated cars. They were very old cars with either white or beige with dark, narrow rectangles for license plates. Interesting. After about an hour of very confused driving for poor Pedro... <laughs> Poor guy. He found a turnoff to his left, so he turned. There were signs that were pointing to Alcabala, Malaga, and Seville. Okay. Ramirez began driving towards Seville. Because he knows Seville. That's where he was driving from. Makes sense. But when he stopped, he looked up to find him outside of his home in the town he was trying to drive to. All of a sudden, he was just outside of his house. See, now, maybe he was just, you know, like when you're just driving along or maybe just walking or doing something day to day that you do all the time, constantly, every day, and Mm -hmm. you're just tired and you don't realize how tired you are until all of a sudden you're just in a different spot or doing something different that you don't remember why you started or when you started? All the time. Maybe that's what happened to him. How many times were you in the middle of driving and then you kind of woke up to realize you had no idea where you were? I've never had that. Exactly. Neither have I. I have had where, like, not necessarily always driving, but more like, so the other day I was at work, right? I was exhausted. Could not sleep, save my life last, like, three nights in a row. And I'm at work. And I had to walk from point A to point B that I walk every single day when I'm at work. And I kind of dozed off without realizing that I dozed off because I left point A and all of a sudden I was at point B and I don't remember how I got there. Oh, no. And I but think it, you but, and you I chalk that up to being tired. Like, okay, I, I did this when I was marching in the military where I was just, you know, we're all in a platoon, we're all going, they're telling you what foot to step on and when to turn and you're just kind of like, yeah. Point A, point B, okay, I'm chalking up tiredness. So maybe that's what happened to him. Maybe he was just, he, you said he does this drive all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's driving home, probably been a long day, does this drive all the time. Maybe he just had crazy, vivid dreams and all of a sudden, bam, I'm home. I can't believe, I don't know, I just, I can't believe that because I do it all the time. You get into the automatic driving where you're just going. Yeah. But not once have I ever woke up from my automatic driving to realize I don't know where the hell I am. And I can understand that. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm just trying to give you like other <laughs> no and hypotheticals. Yeah, like, I know. What if I'm just saying like you've had a dream? Like have you ever just fallen asleep and not really? Not I'm not saying while you're driving because I was gonna say while well, I'm driving. Like you're on the couch or maybe you're out here doing what you do or you know whatever you're or laying in bed. You lay in bed reading your book. And then all of a sudden, you wake up and you never realize that you fell asleep. All the time. And you had a very... Have you ever had... You don't have vivid dreams. Never mind. I don't. Not really. Maybe except for why. the monkey dream. That was a very vivid dream and I remember it to this day. Do, have we talked about... We'll have talked We've about We've talked about the monkey dream. I'm just saying. like, So maybe, maybe it's hard for me to explain this to you because I have vivid dreams. I have creepy vivid dreams 
not like they're creepy, oh. just like they're just vivid all the time. Vivid dreams. And I hear it gets worse when you're pregnant. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> Even when I was pregnant, I didn't get vivid dreams like that. Oh, I do. I don't like it. Anyway, it's like it happened to me the other day. I was sitting on the couch and the next thing I know, I'm, well, next thing I know, I was upstairs in my room, was like in my bed and I don't remember <laughs> going from the couch to my room or like that three hours that just happened to be missing. Hmm. But I know I was sleeping because my husband's like, yeah, you woke up, said it was bedtime, walked upstairs and went back to bed. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember falling asleep. <laughs> well, poor. So I'm talking yeah. up to like maybe he's just sleep driving. It'd be cool to think that, yeah, he actually did go to another universe. But, okay, so this thing whispers in his ear, hey, you're in a different universe. Okay, what's it called? Where am I? How do I get home? Where's a good place to eat? How do I get gas? Maybe I'm just needy. I think you're needy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I just can't believe that. I really can't. There's just, there's no way. I'm there's, sure there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. There's no way. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. You gave him some heads up that he's not on Earth. Well, not necessarily not on Earth, just in a different dimension. Yeah, but it's not your Earth. It's an Earth, but I mean, there was still Earth. a sign going to Seville. Okay, maybe on the Earth B, there's still a Seville in that Earth. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, okay, just tell me where I'm at. I don't care that I'm in a different area in case it's kind of cool. I'm going to explore, but I won't eventually want to get home. But where am I? That way, when I tell the story, I can say, yeah, I was in Kokomo. And I know that's a city or a town in the next yeah. state over. I'm just saying, like, I was in the state of Kokomo. Well, poor Pedro tried to find that route again. Yeah. But he never could. He could never find a six lane highway. He could never find the weird buildings and he could never, he just could never find that way ever again. Yeah. So chalk it up to what you will. I think he went into another dimension and somehow popped back out in front of his house. Is this where aliens come from? What? Like other that dimensions? was probed. Like he went to another dimension. He got probed. I'm not saying Pedro. I'm just saying. Pedro did not get probed. <laughs> well, if he did, he didn't tell anybody. Poor guy. You have these people that say they get like. You know, they all all of a sudden, like, they're in a different area, and they, they're getting probed or whatnot, and then all of a sudden they poof back. What if there's a dimension that's like, oh, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to, like, grab this thing, and then we're going to probe it, and then we're just going to put it back. Maybe. Maybe that's where aliens come from. Maybe. You busted it open, Taryn. I did. Busted it wide open. Chicken people and, <laughs> and aliens. Chicken people. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, no, what? Oh, no. Just, just, oh, no. <laughs> Miss Carol Chase McElhenney? Sure. We're going to go with that. She was driving in San Bernardino. 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 San Bernardino. California. Yeah, California. Going towards Paris. Okay. Paris, California. When she saw a road sign for Riverside. Yeah. She's like, oh, I've got family in Riverside. I grew up there. I know the town. I want to go down a memory lane for a bit. So she turned off to go towards Riverside. But when she arrived at the street that she grew up on, she claimed she couldn't find her old place. All the houses looked different. Nothing was the same. It's like, okay, well, things change. That's fine. 
she decided to drive the street her grandmother used to live on. Okay. Same thing. Everything was different. All the houses weren't the same. It's like, well, this is weird. So she tried to visit the cemetery where her grandparents were buried. The cemetery wasn't there. Huh. The lot was fenced up and full of weeds just grown everywhere. So it still could be a cemetery. There were no headstones. Maybe they wrapped it all up. Why would they do that? That's I don't terrible, know. Taryn. I know it's terrible. I'm just saying it's, it's a possibility. <laughs> Stop oh, yeah. shaking your head at me. <laughs> Either way. So she's baffled. Carol pulled onto University Avenue, which is a place you would normally find restaurants, hotels, businesses, just life everywhere. When she turned on there, it was very unkempt. It was dirty. There was graffiti everywhere. And the people there just scared her. She, her doors were locked. Roll them up. Scary people out there. She did not want to get out of her car. She did not feel safe. She just did not want to interact with anybody because they all looked sketchy. Okay. Super sketch people. So after a couple more very frustrating hours not recognizing anything in Riverside, she just went to Paris where she lived. She's, I'm out of here. We're gone. Well, a few years later, Carol's father died. And he was to be buried in the same cemetery as her grandparents. Okay. But when she arrived, everything was back to the way she remembered it growing up. Hmm. She believes she visited a parallel dimension with Riverside just turning into a very bad city. Just, you know, that bad part of town. Yeah. That's what it turned into. Huh. What do you think of that one? It's interesting. Do you believe that she went into a different dimension? See, I'm not I'm not coming up with the way of what she's describing being something other than possibly dimension driving. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, like, at least with the other story, it's like, okay, you, you dozed off, you're not there, you're mentally, physically drained yeah. while I'm home. This one is just like, okay, you, you went to multiple different areas. Unless, and I know there hasn't been, but unless there was, a, like, a crazy fire or something that would destroy the town, and when they rebuilt it, they rebuilt it differently. There's no reason for multiple streets to be gone or missing or different. And as creepy as it would be to rip up all the tombstones, most people, like, that just doesn't happen. No, that just doesn't happen, yeah. I'm not saying it's never happened throughout history. I'm sure it has through history. But. Not modern day history. No, modern day history. I'm just trying to give you, like, okay, well, what if they, what if they, like, okay, we're done with this, so we're just going to destroy it. I mean, cemeteries have been left unkept before. Yeah, but you could still find residents of... Tombstones, like maybe not the ones like where they actually like the little plaques they put on top, mm-hmm. but you know the, the the crosses or those people that have the money to get the like the really big ones. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is. You get a big enough one, you're gonna see it no matter what. That's true. So, yeah, I, that one was just very unexplainable. Now, the creepy part, of, like the creepy people on the part of town, that one, I feel like you can explain that. Like any town sure. can go to poo. Yeah. And even if the town didn't go to poo, you could go to an area that, as a kid, that was a great area, but, you know, 20 years later as an adult, it would, it could have gone maybe it's the same, but you're like, oh, 
That is kind of sketchy. Yeah. Or it did go to crap and it really is like, roll them up, guys. Yeah. Roll them up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's, that's what makes it even weirder is when she went back for her dad's funeral, everything was back to the way it should have been. That's what made it so much weirder. Yeah. Ah. You can see that made weird. I got a little little bit of chills. Hey, mad at you if I go home to visit a family and it's different. I wouldn't I would be like very it. mad at you. Why? It's not my fault. See what happens. We're talking about it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen because you're going into Nevada. You're gonna cross through that weird place that those four girls did, and you're gonna run into the chicken people. <laughs> Except for I don't go out that way because that's <laughs> not where I'm from. I don't care. It's part of the state, but I don't go out there very often. Well, that part of the state. It's gonna happen. It will now. If I ever run into chicken people, Heather, I'm going to take it out. Hold on, chicken people. Before you take chase me. <laughs> I just did a selfie thing, guys. You take a selfie with the chicken people. Okay, these chicken people. Okay, ready? <laughs> Say, give me five seconds. <laughs> and take off running. I want that to happen so bad. <laughs> you want me to get chased by chicken people? You get away. It's oh, you, oh, you want the selfie. I want the selfie. <laughs> Oh, do you think if you did that and took a picture, would the picture still be there? I hope so. If it's still on my phone. Oh, that'd be the best. You know, but you don't know how like, so your cell phone in this dimension obviously works because we've got the cell but towers. It's the, the camera function, but, not the call function. Yeah, but I don't know. I can still breathe. It's not like I'm calling or texting or Facebooking. But or- what if technology is different there? Which would render yours, like, not working. But I still have a battery. So I'm not trying to use any of, like, the electronic functions of the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a picture. Nothing other than what if a they picture. Just... Okay. I don't know. It's hard for me to come get across what I'm, tr- I'm, what I'm thinking. Okay. I get it. Like, okay, w- the airwaves or whatever messes with electronics so it doesn't work. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, it's like, sure, okay, I'm in a different dimension, so... My cell phone's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to call out. I'm not going to be able to text. I'm not going to be able to Facebook, MySpace. Yeah, because that all takes the internet. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be able to do anything on my phone other than... <laughs> I did another selfie pose, guys. Oh. I don't actually take selfies. I just make fun of people who... I take selfies. I know you do. And I've taken selfies with you. She was about to say, I make fun of people who take selfies. And then she realized, oh, Heather does that. <laughs> I've picked out her about it too, guys. I really have. Like, don't get me wrong. I will take a selfie, but not very often. And it's few and far between. So the fact that I keep making selfie re- references is kind of funny. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into our last story of the evening. I wanted to end on this one because I think this one supports the parallel universes the most. And it's not because it's this big, huge, elaborate story. It's because the story is in the details. Okay. On the morning of July 16th in 2008, a woman named Lorena Garcia Gordo woke up to find that her bed sheets were a different color. Now, that's just her being drunk and changing her sheets in the middle of the night. <laughs> that's a possibility. Very possible. She was confused. Also goes to drinking. Sorry. I'll be quiet. <laughs> but it wasn't just the colors that were different. Okay. 
wasn't really able to come up with a rational explanation, so she decided to get ready and go to her job at the office. A job that she had worked for 20 years. Before we get to the job, go back to the sheets. (laughs) Okay. Now, I don't know about you. I've got different color sheets. I do. And different styles. Like, I've got this this silk style. Mine are the same style, just different colors. Well, I guess I'm that weird person. Yes, you are. I've got sheets that are more, like, cooler for the summer and warmer for the winter. And, you know, she's got multiple types of sheets like I do. Okay. You get drunk or maybe she's into some kind of something else besides drinking and <laughs> kind of change my sheets. <laughs> Goes back to bed and wakes up like, these are new sheets. My question is, were they like you where you have one type of sheet and it was completely different? Or is it like me where it's like, huh, I was supposed to put my red ones and I woke up with my black ones. Well, I think we're weird people anyways. I think a lot of people, they have like a color scheme to their room. So they keep the same color sheets because it's the color scheme of their room. That's why I have white walls. I don't. My walls are only white because I have But I don't have a color scheme to my room, so I don't care what color the sheets are. But I feel like some people do care what color the sheets are, so they would keep with that same color. That's my theory. I don't know. I've never met someone with only one color of sheets. I don't think i have either some maybe we're not weird maybe she's weird i don't know she's weird anyways for okay. more reasons than this all right i'm just i'm just trying to poke holes in the story as yeah. we go so maybe it's I possible just, she maybe could I have changed listen. them and she just didn't remember changing them it's possible she got so her car was parked in the same spot she left it the night before nothing different or weird there got in drove to the office Got inside the office, was walking towards her office when she noticed the name on the office door was not her name. So her first thing was she got mad. Yeah. Because she's thinking they fired her and this is their way of saying, yeah, you're out of here. She's like, After 20 years, I'd be yeah, pissed too. worked here for 20 years and this is how you're going to fire me? Seriously? But she thought a little better of it. She got onto the Wi-Fi at the, at the office onto her computer, and looked up the company roster. She found her name, but she was on a, she was in a completely different department, working under a different manager she had never met. April 1st! (laughs) No, it was July. I know, I'm just saying. (laughs) So that was really weird. She's so weirded out at that point. She calls, while she's in the office, she calls the office to say she's taking a sick day. Okay. So she goes home and immediately starts checking her credit cards, driver's license, work ID. They all say the right information as far as she knows. So nothing really has changed there. Nothing big. Her bank is the same. All the details of that are the same. She's got same pictures, same home address, same phone number. So all of that is the same. Nothing has changed. Except for some other small things that she will be finding out in the next few hours. She went to the doctor's office. They ran tests on her. They ran a test for drugs, alcohol, anything. Every test came back negative. No drugs, no alcohol, nothing was in her system. So she's healthy. 
goes back home and double checks all of her information again. Everything's fine. And then she thinks, is this amnesia? Am I just not remembering parts of my life? So she gets online and starts looking up the days, the prior days news. Yeah. And everything was the same. So it's not that. So she immediately decides she's going to call her boyfriend. She calls her boyfriend's phone number and a woman picks up. And she goes, is Augustine there? That's her boyfriend's name. And the woman goes, there's no one here by that name. She's like, are you sure? She describes him and she's like, no, no one like that lives here. Sorry, hangs up. So I was like, what? What in the world is going on? That just made me have like a little, not like a flashback, just like, have you ever had like, when you lived with your parents and you had the old, like not the old fashioned phone, (laughs) the phone that hung on your wall, like the house phone. Did you ever get people calling randomly? Like, you had that number for 20 plus years, but they still call looking for that person? Yeah. Makes you think. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Now it will. <laughs> I think I just remember as a kid, like, answer the phone. Yeah. Is, is Johnny there? Sorry, Johnny know. doesn't live here. There's never... Explain, nah, I've never heard of that person in my life. No. I'm just saying, makes I you think. I just figure someone gave them the wrong number on purpose. I, I used to do it all the time. <laughs> I'd, I'd be going to the mall with, like, my brother, like, going out, like, looking for guys. Not, like, looking yeah, for guys. You, you know, know, to flirt with. And you find the one... And, not the one, but you're walking through the mall with your girlfriends, right? And this random guy comes up and starts fighting with you. And you think he's cute, but he's kind of a creep. Yeah. So he asks you for your number. Yep. And you give him a random, like... Oh, yeah. Just two digits off kind of thing. Yep. I've done that before. <laughs> that way, if they randomly bump into you, like, next time you're there, like, no, oh. this is my number. You should remember the same one you gave him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I was going <laughs> to Sorry. I'm just saying. It's like, but what if it wasn't that and it was someone from a different dimension... Looking for so and so, someone, but with your number, but not on this dimension. Oh, possible. I'm gonna think of that now. If that ever happens to me, Ugh. creepy. <laughs> well, she wasn't dating Augustine for very long. She had only been dating him for four months. So she, she, but she still was trying to look for him. Okay. And she couldn't find him anywhere. She called the information, try to find, you know, his number, because maybe he changed his number. Who knows? But there was no one by that name listed in the city. Did she MySpace or Facebook him? She might have, but it's just not in the story. So she can't find him. Come to find out, her ex-boyfriend texted her going... Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's up, babe? Turns out in this new dimension that she finds herself in, she never broke up with her ex-boyfriend and they had been dating for seven years. Wah, wah, wah. Uh-huh. So weird. She goes around friends and family. Well, next time she sees her sister, she's like, how is that, so- that um, shoulder surgery? And her sister looks at her all weird and going, what are you talking about? But she knew that her sister was scheduled to have surgery that following day. But her sister had, was like, what are you talking about? No one in their family had surgery lately, especially not her. So what in the world? So it's not 
that's what I said. In this one, it's in the details. It's yeah. just, it's weird because not everything is different. She went to bed and woke up in a world just barely slightly different than the one she was in. All major events, all major things were exactly the same, except for very small details. Like the department she works in, her boyfriend and her sister's surgery. Over the and the bed sheets. Bed sheets. Over the course of a few days, she'd go through her closet and find clothes that she didn't remember buying. I mean, I've done that. I, <laughs> Joking. I've never, never done that. But <laughs> I've had shirts where I bought it and then it sat there for like five years. And <sighs> then I finally wore it. It's it just so, just small decisions. And she finally was convinced that she's in a parallel universe. So she got online and wrote a post. I'm going to read you the post. All right. Please, if anyone has gone through something similar, please contact me. I want to know what happened to me, as no pathology can tell me what has happened to me. I spent the last five months reading theories that I find online, and I'm convinced that I have jumped into an alternate reality. Something, some action I must have taken has changed my reality. If I did jump into a parallel universe, then why am I living in the same year? That makes sense, because if it's a parallel universe, it would be the same year. It'd be running on the same time. Yeah. Sorry. I'm the same person, just minor differences in life. To explain myself better, this is like having lost the last five months of my life. It's like they were all just a dream. However, everyone else has the memories of those five months except for me. And I've done things during that time. I have no memory of doing so. Please abstain from making jokes or telling me you have the truth. This is very serious to me. Thank you. And then she gives her email address so you can contact her. Did you contact her? I didn't contact her. I should. You should. Why not? It's just so weird. But I've never, I've never gone through what she went through. It's, it's just weird. Just, it's like that thing I said at the beginning. It's one of those where every small difference puts you on a different path and a new universe opens up. So somehow she ended up in one that was just slightly different by like a couple of decisions that she made. Like, I, I like your the theory of that, right? But at the same time, I could see, like, not every single decision you make, like salad versus burger. Okay. But I could see, you know, breakup versus not breakup, uh, surgery versus not surgery, mm-hmm. making the decision to move across the United States or not making the decision to move across the United States. Yeah. Like, I could see them being universes like that. So, like, you meet a, you meet somebody... And you start dating them or you start getting to know them, your life with them depends on a decision. Do I stay with them or do I not? And then if you make the decision, I'm going to stay with them, okay, do I move in with them or do they move in with me? Some people that means across town. Some people that means across the world. Some people that means across the United States. Yeah. So I could see how, like, okay, I'm living in this universe in Indiana, but is there another parallel universe where maybe... My husband moved to Nevada with me. Maybe there is. Wouldn't you like to see what that one was like? (sighs) Yes and no. What do you think that universe would look like? I will have to describe that to you off air. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That sounds good. I I think it would be fun. Mm -hmm. 
I'd get, I, I'd never, obviously, what about you? Which would have been sad. This never yes, would have happened. That's true. But I would have, I'd still have my best friend, Crystal. And, but I talk to her daily. The world would be so much darker with no Fort Weird podcast I in know, it. right? But think no. about it. So if I never came to Indiana, we never would have met. No. Our kids wouldn't be friends. No. And half the stuff we talk about never would have happened. Oh, I would be so sad and alone. Yeah, you'd be smoking your cigarettes watching TV on your... I would. Yeah. And this chair would be Man. empty. It's so sad unless, you know, whoever did buy Annie and Ben's house were just as cool. But I don't Is see that, that happening. Possible? I don't think that's possible at all. I'm just saying, it's like, I could see, I could see my life in Nevada, right? I could see randomly going to lunch with my mom, like, hey, mom, let's go lunch, or hey, dad, let's go shooting. And I could see going hiking with my brother, and I'd probably be a firefighter versus what I'm doing now, because, you know, that was the route that I was on when I was in Nevada. I would still be doing the AKC dog shows, and I would still have, you know, Crystal is really, like, we're still really close. Mm-hmm. But she'd be within driving distance versus flying distance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I would be able to help out my kid sister with some of the stuff that she's been going through. And, you know, some of my friends from high school, our kids would be friends because we're, we're friends and we have kids that are the same age. So there's a lot of stuff that I know that I'm missing by living in Indiana. And I would love to have that life in Nevada. Like, take my husband and my family, move it there. Mm-hmm. But I'd want to drag his friends, or not his friends, but his family, along with us. Yeah. Like, not necessarily in Nevada, but within driving distance. Yeah. And I have actually seen myself, not, like, seen myself, like, going to a parallel universe, but I've seen, and maybe it's just me, like, daydreaming, like, three different possibilities. There's the one I'm in, mm-hmm. the one where his family is here, but he's there with me, and the other one where somehow... Indiana and Nevada are next door to each other. Kind of like how Nevada and California are next door to each other. And mm-hmm. it's Michi- like Indiana and Michigan are right next to each other, like within driving distance. Yeah. Yeah, where my, like, I still live in Indiana, like in this exact way that we are right this second. But two and a half hours down the road, I'm at my parents' house. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? So we could do Christmas one day with his parents and, you know. Your Christmas, Christmas the would, next... Your Christmas would be just as busy as mine. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> because here's the thing, right? Let's say my husband and I want to take a mini vacation. Yeah. Which we'd like to do. And obviously, you know, the kids will take, come with us. But if my parents lived a couple hours away... You'd make it easy. Yeah, I would just make the, the that option that would have been really cool. Like, hey, mom, here's my kids. I gotta go. Or, yeah. mom, I've got a midterm next week. Here's my kids. Oh. That'd right? Cool. Yeah. Like, I know it's a two-hour drive. I'm going to drop them off. I'll pick them up in three days when I'm done studying. Mm-hmm. Would be fantastic. But we don't live in an alternate we reality. Don't. And we so don't. I don't have that option. And my version of spending time with my parents is FaceTiming them with my kid who steals the phone and starts talking to my parents, you know, random things in my house that he finds fascinating. Yeah. Which is really funny to watch. <laughs> but it would be cool to have that. So that's, I don't know where I, where we started off with that. but. Uh, Picturing what your alternate reality would look like. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I would love for one day to be able to figure out, yes, the multiverse is real. We can go to parallel universes. Here, you press this button and you're in an alternate universe and you can live as this person for a day or something. I would like that, but then I wouldn't. Because what if someone decided to live as me for a day? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Glad you had fun. But... 
can I have my life back now? Yeah, I want my life back. And did you did you take my kid to his doctor's appointment? Did you did you study for the psychology class homework that you got? Yeah. Did you take the test? Did you pass my test? <laughs> or or did you just test. steal my life for a day and you? Well, maybe, who knows what happened? Maybe maybe not exactly like that. Maybe it'd be more like hitching a ride with the actual person. More like. Your subconscious is now within that person's brain. They don't know you're there, but they're hitching a ride and like seeing what it would be like. Like the little voice that talks to you all the time? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but thanks. you wouldn't know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> something like that. I just think that'd be kind of cool. Or like maybe, maybe there's a, like the universe is, is no matter what they are, you know, evil, not evil, exact opposite, slightly different. Chicken, chicken people. people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a... Heather and a Terran in every single universe. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But we're just slightly different. No matter what it is. You know, completely opposite. There's or... a Heather and Terran chicken person. Doing a four chicken cocktail. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what if, right? It, it, all these different, some, some of them we've met up and, you know, we're doing this and some, some we haven't. Mm-hmm. Some, maybe I'm the shy one. And you're the talkative one. Ooh. Right? Interesting. Like, just take a universe, right? Everything yeah. is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Except for you and your husband live mine and my husband's lives, and me and my husband live you and your husband's life. Oh, that's too messed up. I I'm just saying, like, swap it. I feel like you would be fine in my life. Could you handle mine? No. <laughs> I, I think you would be just fine doing my thing, except for doing the haircuts. I don't think you could do that. I could. I could use to groom dogs. Oh, that's not the same <laughs> as a person. <laughs> I know, but I still like to cut hair. I just don't know how to make it look good on people. <laughs> that's the thing. But no, other than that, I think you would do just fine in my life. I could not do your job. As the person I am as of right now, I could not do your job. It would be too difficult for me. I just couldn't do it. Okay, but our person, like, I know everything. personality swap. I know, obviously, everything. I would be you, and I would be fine. But, yeah. but it's just funny to think about that. It's like, yeah, I could do. I and I'd have to obviously learn what you like, how you do what you do. Yeah, but I think it'd be kind of relaxing. All right, Taryn, we've gone down a rabbit hole. We got to stop. <laughs> okay, because we're gonna have a part two, and we can go further on part two. Yeah, but you got me started. I we got we got to stop. Okay. We have we will dive further <sighs> next episode because next episode is going to be Parallel Universe Part Two because I have four more stories to tell. Oh my! Yes. But instead of doing a dad joke for the end because oh. I forgot to do my weird fact at the beginning, I'm going to do my weird fact now. Okay. Okay, how about we'll do the weird fact, and then you can do a dad joke. The oldest condoms ever found date back to the 1640s. They were found in a cesspit at Dudley Castle and were made from animal and fish intestines. Yes. I knew that. My dad, when I was growing up, my dad used to love to throw random facts at me, and... For my 16th birthday, he did the typical, like, normally your friends do it, but, like, my dad's like, hey, honey, yeah, I know you're going to parties with your brother. Here's a box of condoms. Be safe. <laughs> and then he goes, you know what those used to be made out of? Uh, 
Sheepa testes. Oh, gross. They were found in a cesspit. Still, that's nasty. I'm just saying. All right. Do you have a dad joke? When you have a bladder infection, you're in in trouble. (laughs) You're in trouble. You're in trouble. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right, guys, you can get a hold of me at Heather at FortWeirdPodcast.com. Visit our website, FortWeirdPodcast.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at FordWeirdPod. Give us a shout. Let me know you're listening. Ooh, guess what, Taryn? What? Someone from Ireland listened to us. Oh, that's so exciting. I know. I'm so excited. It was so cool. And Rylan keeps asking me if I work for vacation where I want to go. And I said, I want to go to Ireland. And now someone from Ireland listened to our podcast. That is so cool. So just for you, just to let you know, I really want to visit Ireland so bad. It's, it's just, it's on my bucket list of things. I gotta, I gotta go to Ireland sometime. Someday. Someday I will. And it's going to be exciting. So thanks guys for listening. Bye. Bye. The existence of this 